Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Time. There's nothing more valuable. It's what drives everyone to make the most of every moment. We celebrate living large in the now. In a city where time disappears, we create experiences that electrify the soul and memories that will last forever. We go big, we go all night, and here, everyone is invited. So get loose and get loud. This is Circa. You'll have the time of your life. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 in Southern California, the Bet in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. I am joined in studio by the one and only Brandon Deutsch. No one else wants to join us, Brandon. No Armani <laughs> Buckets, no G. Hey Wiley. My good friend, listen, we're on the same page in terms of the Lakers and USC and all that good stuff. How are you feeling today? Oh man, not a great morning for us. <laughs> I know, Asha. right? I was just, I was just talking to our boy downstairs, and I was just like, literally everything that could have gone wrong exactly. yesterday went wrong. Like, I feel no one thought the Jazz were going to beat right? the Kings. With Kings, by the way, had De'Aaron Fox and Dom- Domitas Sabonis playing, yeah. they didn't have Markkinen or Clarkson, and all of a sudden, Ochai Agbaji, who was good coming out of Kansas, won yeah. the national championship. He played great. Kelly Olynyk having one of the games of his life. I mean, it seems like everybody yeah. was good. That goes wrong. Of course, Golden State was going to get one road win against Houston. That made that made sense. I wasn't surprised there. And then the Timberwolves. I mean, Julius Randle puts up 57 points against them. Amazing. And they lost. They lost. The Timberwolves won. Torian Prince was 8 <laughs> for 8 from 3. Literally, if... Because like, there's always like a list of things that, that we need to happen for the Lakers to be in the play-in tournament. Yes. And last night was one of those nights that every single one went wrong. Yeah, and that if you were to play those exact games <laughs> a thousand times over the next <laughs> thousand days, yeah. 999 times, that none of that would happen, <sighs> right? So it's like, it's kind of crazy. And I know we were on the show yesterday saying, Look, it's not about the Lakers and what they're going to do over those next 10 games. It's about what the other teams are going to do. <laughs> that, was, now, that, that, was, that, that was a good point. And, yeah. and yeah, but they took care of it. They did. So now what Lakers, I don't like yeah, is that ahead. it should be in the hands of the Lakers. So at the end of the day, Brandon, if we backdoor our way into this play-in tournament, I like, listen, of course, like I'll take it. But it's really so I think it's a two-part thing. It's up to the Lakers too. Like, 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 like if, if they win the games that they're supposed to win, if they pull out a couple of wins that they're maybe not supposed to win, they can still do it. The problem is they've put themselves in this situation where we all, have to now care what yeah. the Utah Jazz do. We have to care what these other teams do. And of course, did they do? But you're right. Last night was one of those nights where like everything that could go wrong did go wrong. At the end of the day, though, I still say they control their own destiny. The big question is, how are they going to play? Like, how are they going to finish out the season? You know, can they shock us and really start to kind of gel together you know can they shock the suns listen but beyond the suns like i think if they win the games that they're supposed to win they They can still still get it absolutely and i think what lakers fans need to be rooting for i know a lot of lakers fans don't like the clippers but you need we need to be hoping the clippers sweep the thunder this week tonight and then thursday they play and again there is absolutely no 
excuses for the Lakers not beating the Thunder on the back end yeah, of a back-to-back on Friday. They need to win that game. Phoenix, no one's expecting them to win. If they do, it's a positive. If they win that game, they're in an excellent position, by the way. We're unique in the sense, like, like I don't hate the Clippers. There's so many Laker fans who hate why. the Clippers, yeah. and it's like they're not the Celtics. And by the way, like, if you want to pretend like the Clippers don't matter and they haven't won championships, like, why are you holding them in the same light as the Celtics? A lot of Lakers fans know that the Clippers have beat the, you know, well, they have they beat yeah. them like forty <laughs> out of the last forty five. There was times. there's this stretch where that's happened, yeah. and B where. There was a stretch, you know, obviously. So the, this all began with Chris Paul coming to the Clippers. Griffin, and then yeah. and then they have this great run while the Lakers are not, you know, they, they didn't play well. But look, you're 100% right. This is a stretch of games right here where you got to root for the Clippers. I'm sorry. Like, if you want to see the Lakers yeah. play in the playoffs, if you want to see them play in the play-in tournament, you got to – you don't have to, like, cheer – loudly for the Clippers, but you have to hope that the Clippers win. Absolutely, and I, I like the Clippers, so I do hope yeah. they win. I, I don't get the hate um, in Los Angeles about the Clippers. It's like, even if they win a title this year, they still have 16 more titles. Laker fans the put Lakers, words right? in like, the mouths of the Clippers. Like, Grant Mona, our good friend Grant Mona, he's never said the Clippers run Los Angeles, I don't think, right? No, no, no so, one. I don't think any Clippers right? fan and has so ever said that. When, if you go on social media, whenever these beefs happen, they're always like, oh, I thought you run L.A. I thought Clippers run L.A. I'm like, there's no Clippers fan who's ever said the Clippers run L.A. They've had more success head to head. It's not even close. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's there, there, there's this hate because the Clippers are finally a good team. They're, they're co- competitive. They're winning games. You know, what they haven't done yet, which I still say for them to move the needle at all they got to win a championship or at, at the very least like the good first step they got to the first ever conference finals okay next step you got to get to the finals and obviously the big step the big 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 step you got to win the whole thing i think it would be great for the city of Los i Angeles agree too if they win a championship and of course if if the when when or if the lakers are eliminated if they do get in the play well, in playoffs i'll be rooting for the clippers i really I hope too. they get the job done this is a team that has a lot of pressure on them they play Better, they've been playing better defense recently. They have Kawhi Leonard, who looks just surgical, makes every single yeah. shot he's taken right now. And I was telling Grant on our podcast on Friday, like, you can't tell me, like, I, usually in a series, the best player prevails. Whether yeah. it's, you saw Stephen Curry last year, literally the best player in every series he played last year, yeah. he won, right? Kawhi Leonard's going to be the best player in that series against Phoenix, even better than Durant right now. He's been playing. You know what people forget is how historically great his postseason was the year that he got hurt against the Jazz. Oh, yeah. Like, people were saying, and again, you know the stats, but, like, people hadn't seen those stat lines since Shaq back in 2000, 2001. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, extremely efficient. So, the fact that the Clippers found a way to beat the Jazz without Kawhi, like, I still say, and you probably agree, I mean, if the Clippers are healthy, they beat the Suns. Of course, yeah. And then we have a great finals against Milwaukee, and we'll see, see what happens. But I, I mean, we may look back on this as that being their one window, their, their one shot. Of course, the year prior to that, 3-1 against the Nuggets, that would have been a fantastic series. It would not have been at crypto, but it, it would have been a great series. But that series against the Jazz where they finally do win, but then they go up against the Suns, and they could have beaten the Suns without Even Kawhi. Without, yeah. Incredible. If it wasn't for that eight and lob, I mean, 100%. It's, what, a two, game two one, series, right? Exactly. It comes, and then it's like, 
hit or miss. And by the way, Paul George was excellent. They showed a lot of tenacity that year coming back from really an embarrassment the year previous. And I know last year they were hurt. This is the year they need to get it done. And I really think we're we're getting I think it's a crime that we would get Phoenix versus the Clippers in the round one. What are the odds of that? I mean, now that they, cause you're tracking this, like, is it very likely that we're going to get a Suns Clippers? Unless the Clippers or Suns start losing it. That's gotta be one of the all time great. When you, when you talk about like, if who you would pick to get to the finals, if the two of the favorites, and I got to look at the odds from Circus Sports, if if the two favorites meet up in the first round, that that's obviously yeah, rare. Those but, are the two teams with the highest likelihood of getting to the NBA finals, yeah. right? So the only bad thing about it is if the Nuggets do beat whoever they play in the eight seed, then they would play the Clippers if the Clippers could get yeah. out of the Suns. And we know that Denver matches up very well against the Clippers. That's the one team. So, I mean, for all the people. Why is that the case? Is it, is it, 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 obviously we know some of the talent that they have, but why is that? Because they've blown them out a couple of times this year. I can't explain it. I mean, Grant says it looks, it's like Denver thinks the Clippers (laughs) have committed acts of terrorism every time they play. And I'm like, I don't know what it is, but they, they just beat the, they, they find a way to beat them. So they, you know, when Denver gets to the conference finals a couple of years ago, like, are they back to where they were then? Are they improved? Are they, how, not shocked, but like, where are they in terms of like, you know, we think the Suns have a good chance with the Clippers. Denver, are they one of your top teams to get to the NBA finals? No. And and why not? I mean, they have a great offense. They have the best offensive player in the league. Um, Jamal Murray's been kind of inconsistent recently, but we know what he's going to turn into in the playoffs. For me, it's about depth. Yeah. You're playing Thomas Bryant, big minutes, can't guard a parked car. I mean, we saw it on the Lakers. Great offensive <laughs> player, right. but he can't guard a parked car. Reggie Jackson's getting minutes. I mean, Christian Brown is a rookie. Um, he's getting minutes. I mean, this is one of the worst benches in basketball. I'm sure you got championship type role players like Bruce Brown and Contavious Caldwell Pope who we've seen what he can do in the playoffs but those are only two guys and besides Porter, Murray, Gordon and Jokic they're like a six man team like you can't rely on anybody else besides those six guys is that enough in a playoff series? Maybe for one series, maybe for for two but I can't see them getting to the finals unless you know obviously it'd be good for them if the clippers or suns knocked one of the each other out and then the kings were upset that would be a perfect scenario for the nuggets but jokic went from being such a lock most valuable player to i think we both agree that he's not going to win it is that something that he did or do you think that there's this feeling well like shoot like he's on a team that for the third fourth year in a row like they're not even going to get to the finals they might not even get to the conference finals like we can't put this guy in that same class as the only th- players to win for three years in a row bird will yeah. chamberlain i mean what ha- i mean the the Social media is like breaking down like every Jokic mistake. Obviously, he's not a good defender. We know that. But man, they're coming after this guy. Uh, you know, I don't think it's about look because it's a regular season award, yeah. right? And like the argument for Embiid's never done anything in the postseason either. So it's not like this is a narrative like, oh, we know he's going to choke in the postseason. We also know Embiid's going to choke in the postseason. Like these are foregone conclusions, right? I mean, it's a regular season award. The fact of the matter is Embiid's playing better defense. That helps his case. He's won a lot of games more than the Nuggets recently. Whether or not that's on Jokic, I don't think that's on Jokic, but you know, it's it narrative shifts so quickly in the industry, you know, and it's like Jokic was the clear minus like 400, 500 to win the award in Vegas. 
a month ago. I still think he has a chance to win. I really do. I know people are saying it's it's locked up to Embiid. I think it's going to be determined by player efficiency rating. The last four MVPs have been determined by that. Um, they virtually have the same team record. Embiid has a 31.8 PER, and Jokic has a 31.7. Yeah. So Embiid right now is the like slight favorite, but I think Jokic could still win it. I mean, yeah. there's 10 games to go. That's All true. he needs to do is win seven of those games. I am so like going off of social media when, of course, 99% of the people who are on social media don't have a vote, and a lot of the reporters do have a vote. And The straw poll, that's the poll you look at. Those straw polls where Tim Bontemps or someone else will talk to his colleagues and say, who are you voting for? Because that person has well, a vote. The last one was still Jokic. Right? Right? So, I mean, that's, to be honest, forget what I, that's the only poll that matters. They used to have this site that did this for the um, Heisman Trophy, that there was someone yeah. who went through the list of every reporter who, who had a vote. He asked them who they would vote for. And it took the, it took the drama away from the show because it was basically like, this guy will win. Um, that's kind of like the most valuable player. And so it's kind of interesting that they're still taking some action and they will. Well, just, just one yeah. month ago, Jokic, the straw poll was like Jokic 95%. Yeah. And so playing. unless I he, just can't see, like if they get 50 plus wins in their first seed in the Western conference, like, and he's, he's not done anything. Triple double. Like exactly. what's he done to lose the award? Right. So I mean, to your point, like if, if Jokic was your pick a month ago, he's really not done anything to hurt his chances. I mean, Embiid's played excellent, but exactly. I mean, the, Embiid has had a, had a, has a very similar year this year to last year, 33 points per game, 10 rebounds, not as great offensively um, as Jokic top to bottom, but plays defense and the team's winning. But you brought up the great, it's a regular season yeah. award and we really do need to. And I know this is cliche and we, we've talked, talked about it on this show. Like, yes, he's not Larry Bird or Magic Johnson or Michael Jordan. And I know him, if he wins the award, he's going to be put in that class because of the trophy. That being said, it's a regular season trophy. And so trying to say, well, I don't think the Nuggets can win the championship and can I give this regular season award? Like none of that matters. And really you shouldn't look at that. You shouldn't look Absolutely. at that at all. And I, I think also another thing is like, he gets a lot of unnecessary hate in, in, in the industry and in media. People are saying, Oh, he's never been. I mean, like when was the last time he had Jamal Murray and Michael Porter jr. Healthy. Yeah. The Western conference finals. <laughs> exactly. I mean, last year he had a bunch of, you know they're not they're in the NBA so they're not bums but like <laughs> but that, that, Monte yeah. Morris was the second best player yeah. last year. Monte Morris is averaging nine points per game in Washington. Yeah. Like and he still got to the first round and pushed Golden State to five or six games. Yeah. Right. So like and that was the eventual champion. I think this is a really um defining year for Jokic's legacy in the playoffs. I know a lot of it isn't his fault. They have depth issues, but he kind of has to, for his sake, if he wins this third straight MVP award, yeah. which is still very possible. Everyone's like, oh, it's Embiid's got it in the bag. And it, like, no, it is still 50 50. Like, yeah. it could go either way over these next 10 games. We'll see. He really does need to get to the Western Conference. Oh, no, again, no with, doubt about with that. Jamal Murray healthy. World Baseball Classic to switch gears. I never thought I would be this enthralled with it. Oh, these yeah. games have been fantastic. Japan beats Mexico on a walk off. It's, you know, it was just one of these great series. And now we get the final that we all kind of hoped for or dreamed for, I thought, U.S. in Japan. And obviously for you, Brandon, Mike Trout versus Shohei Otani. And, and, yeah. and the only thing that I think a lot of people will, will be thinking of is 
two transcendent players leading these two countries, and they're amazingly on the same team. Can they maybe find a way to have some significant games come this October? But no. first, okay, so two-part thing. But first, talk about the World Baseball Classic. Were you excited coming into it, and how has your interest level grown as this thing has yeah, progressed? Yeah, I wasn't. I could care less. I didn't really watch the one in 2017. I feel like there were a lot of media platforms that did a good job promoting this. Yeah. And really, I think people are caring about it more players from each country. I mean, baseball is a global phenomenon. It's not just the yeah. U.S. anymore. Puerto Rico's great. Dominican public's great. Japan's great. And as the games progressed, and I think as USA faced a lot of tenacity and, you know, they were on the brink, they lost to Mexico. They really had to win a couple of big games. Venezuela was the one seed. They came back and won that game. Yeah. Now they're in the final. I think it's just a great story. And just I, I think that with the players valuing it more than a World Series a lot of times, I think it's important. I'm excited. I'm stoked for this game tonight. And the second part of that question, it's like, I know there was a joke <laughs> that Barstool made. Look, Shoei Otani versus Mike Trout, two transcendent players. Imagine if they were on the same team. And it's like, yeah, they've been on the same team. People know the Angels are a joke of an organization yeah. until Artie Moreno sells the team. We all know that. He's not a good owner. Yeah. And they need someone that has an unlimited amount of money that can bankroll everything like the Dodgers yeah. they need like a Joe Lakeup was interested in buying the team I would have loved that no Artie's gonna run this thing to the ground they should have traded it was almost traded. worse the way he did it because it looked like he was for sure gonna sell the team and all the fan base was were yeah. very excited that there's a light at the end of this tunnel like this guy who hasn't talked to the media hasn't made himself accountable for what has happened with this team and then he pulls them and it's like he admitted he got some amazing offers over two billion dollars or three or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And but he he said, I can't I can't part ways and with it. Look, it. this isn't like just me saying Ernie Moreno isn't a good owner. Like everybody oh, yeah. in, in the world thinks that. Even Perry Minashian, who's a good GM, the GM of the Angels, he thinks that. He won't admit it, but like <laughs> let's be real. Gotta... And he probably just wants Artie to keep his job so he doesn't get fired. But like because if a new owner, you just never know. Although yeah. Perry's done a a fine job. This is a defining year for the Angels. They should have traded Otani last summer. He's not going to re-sign with them. I'd be very surprised if he does. Is he going to be available then if they think he's going to walk? I mean, obviously you have to get something, no? Artie wants money. Yeah. Who, who provides the money? All the Japanese sure. fans that go to the Angel games, I mean, the ticket sales, the global partnerships, yeah. they're going to keep Otani as long as they can. He, yeah. He's not trading him because he wants to turn a profit. But like, there it has to come to a time where you know he's going to walk. He's, he doesn't have fun playing with the Angels. And look, they're like the Clippers, man. Everything that can go wrong will go wrong. Yeah. Right? Like, it doesn't matter how good this team is. I can't imagine them being deep into the postseason. I can't. You're saying that, like, as a fan of this team and a fan your entire life, like, what keeps you... I mean, you'll be at games and you'll support this team. I mean, what, what makes you continue to do that, I guess? I mean, it's funny because it's basically like the complete opposite of the Lakers where you expect to win a championship <laughs> yeah. every year. And for the angels, I'm just looking to support players. I like Mike Trout. I like Shohei probably be those fans of those players, wherever they go yeah. um, throughout their careers. So, I mean, I go to watch great players play baseball, you know, but uh, look on paper, the angels look like they're the second best team in the AL West. 
they'll probably be the fourth best team in the AL West. You know, like everything that can go wrong will go wrong. I don't like their manager, Phil Nevin. I'm sure he's a great guy. But I mean, the guy won seventy five games. Did they like even year. search for a manager? Like I didn't get it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like I'm just I'm so the guy is proven he can't manage. Yeah. And they, they're keeping him there as the manager, and it's like, dude, like Joe Madden. Like I know they had that losing streak, but he started off well with the team. I would have kept Joe. Yeah. Um, Phil didn't do any better. I can't. Um, and he he incited a riot, like a, a whole, was, a whole yeah. benches clearing duel, right? Like I mean, I just can't sit up here and say like that's the guy I want running the ship if I'm an Angels fan, right? Yeah. Like, maybe he'll change. Maybe he'll be fantastic. Maybe he'll prove us yeah. wrong. But I just can't. I, I have no confidence this season for the Angels. Zero. But as an Angels fan, you got to be excited about tonight in terms of watching your your, your two guys go head-to-head. Yeah. Head. Mike Trout, Shohei Otani. Um, obviously, you'll be cheering for U.S. But a part of you, you know, if uh, Shohei has an amazing night and Japan wins, like, Will a part of you as a fan of Shohei Otani be happy for Shohei Otani? Absolutely, yeah. but I think it would be another failure if the yeah. U.S. doesn't win. I mean, they got to win every four years. This is this That's is right. we're the wagon. We're the, I mean, look, we're losing in in a lot of stuff now worldwide. That's right, a lot of stuff. Got to win in baseball. You got to win in baseball. Barely won in basketball. They've been winning in basketball. You got to keep winning in baseball. You know, if, if just a quick thread. Like you know, in hoop they were struggling. They found a way to come back and win. Baseball, they kind of didn't look great, came back. So I, I do think that that happens. But again, it's been fantastic. The World Baseball Classic's been amazing. I've been a big fan of it. I didn't think I would be. I'm watching these games. I'm totally invested in what happens. So we'll be watching that game today. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation about the Lakers, Clippers, and the World Baseball Classic with our good friend from the Sporting Tribune, Jake Dicker, when we come back right here on the Mightier 1090 in Southern California, the bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Time. There's nothing more valuable. It's what drives everyone to make the most of every moment. We celebrate living large in the now, in a city where time disappears. We create experiences that electrify the soul and memories that will last forever. We go big. We go all night. And here, everyone is invited. So get loose and get loud. This is Circa. You'll have the time of your life. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 in Southern California, the bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Just as a reminder, if you have a question or comment or just want to win tickets to an upcoming game in Southern California, Las Vegas or Hawaii, call our hotline 310-400-0340. All right, let's go out to the Circus Sports Guest Hotline right now and join our good friend, Jake Dicker. Jake, how are you? I'm doing well, guys. How are you? Good. Jake had to come on, had to have you on because we are enthralled by the World Baseball Classic as you are. I don't think we thought we would be this time of year. We were more fascinated, intrigued by March Madness. What's happening with the Lakers and the Clippers and the playing tournament and all that. That being said, we are just focused on the World Baseball Classic big final tonight. But first wanted to get your thoughts on were you enthralled from the beginning with the world baseball classic what were your thoughts on it and how has your i mean have you become more 
invested as this tournament has progressed? Yeah, I mean, I've I've always loved the World Baseball Classic. I mean, it's it, it, people like to compare it to the World Cup with soccer, and obviously, given you know soccer's global reach, it doesn't hold that same um, you know weight. But I think it's I think it's a great tournament. I think you really get to see how global the game is, um, especially you know with Japan and Korea and everything that was going on um, in in Asia at the beginning of the tournament. With that atmosphere, it's just I mean, absolutely incredible. And then. You know, we kind of got this little added drama when USA fell to to Mexico, and they needed you know to win these last two games, and they they needed some help, and which they got. Um, but I, I I'm super excited for the final. Um, I actually I put out a tweet a couple of days ago after Trey Turner's grand slam. There was a picture that just kind of showed everyone celebrating in the USA dugout, and I said I love this roster because you have Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, Nolan Arenado, Trey Turner, and then you have like Merrill Kelly. Um, yeah. <laughs> who's starting tonight, who happens to get the start tonight um, for USA in the biggest game of the tournament, being the final, obviously. But it's I, I'm very excited. Your thoughts on uh, this big final tonight? I think that, that this was sort of the final that a lot, a lot of people wanted to see. Again, Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, Japan, U.S. Your thoughts on the final? Um, I, I think this is I think this is great. You get Otani, you get Trout, um, who both you know seem like they're having the most fun that they've ever had playing baseball. You know they play for the Angels, so that does make a lot of sense, Brandon. Um, but, I agree. I agree, one hundred percent. But I think I think you know outside of the DR, who you know didn't make it out of the group stage with their with their lineup and their pitching, which was the, you know the biggest shock of the tournament. These are the two best teams in the tournament. They're the two teams you want to see going at it. The pitching matchup isn't, you know, exactly what I would love it to be for a final. It would be great, um, you know, with the USA's roster, if you could have Lance Lynn out there up against, you know, either Darvish or Shohei Otani, who are both able to throw in this game, according, you know, to to, to the, uh, the Japanese manager. They're going with Shoto Imanaga, who's been pretty good. Um, 29 years old, left-hander out of Japan, you know, plus fastball, decent changeup. Um, so, you know, he's, he's thrown in the tournament. He's done very well. I like, I like the matchup for the USA's heavy right-handed lineup against the left-handed starter. I think it's a little weird that they're not going with Darvish, who was the original announced starter. It's been changed. And then Shohei Otani has said that he would love to close the game and, and he's available to do that if, if it comes down to it. So, you know, the pitching isn't the, the marquee matchup that we'd love to see, but I think it's going to be, it's going to be a great final. Yeah. And Jake, look, I wanted to ask you a few things because I do want to get into UCLA basketball in a sec because we yeah, don't talk yeah. about it a lot. But before I do, just staying on the WBC, what do you think? Where do you think Otani goes after next year? If you had a prediction, because a lot of people say the Dodgers, but you have to remember Otani originally signed with the Angels because he didn't want to be um, completely in the spotlight. Now he is. I think he's probably changed because he's now so much in the spotlight where it doesn't matter. A lot of teams are preparing for it, and the Angels are going to keep him till the last second, which they should. They should trade him, but they're not going to because already makes a lot of money off the global sponsorships and ticket sales for him. Where, what's your thought, bias aside, because I know you're a Dodgers fan, but bias aside, where do you think he ends up next year? I mean, the easy answer is going to be whoever gives him the most money, which at the end of the day is probably going to end up being the New York Mets because Steve Cohen just doesn't care. Um, but I think, I, th I mean, he wants to win. He's been very vocal about that. And I think, you know, you've seen him playing on this on this big stage in the WBC on a team that's winning and he's having a ton of fun doing it. So I think that kind of limits you down to a bunch of teams. Like, obviously, big free agents. The Dodgers are going to be in the mix. The Yankees are going to be in the mix. The Mets are going to be in the mix. 
Um, but you know, it's, 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 I think it's just going to come down to whoever throws the most money at him. If I had to guess, if the Mets don't win this year, Steve Cohen's going to do whatever he can to win next year. And it wouldn't surprise me to have a t- see a ton of money thrown at him there. But then, you know, I mean, the Dodgers, given what they did this offseason, letting guys walk, saving a little bit of money for the first time in a decade, um, it seems like they're not the first offseason where they've really decided to not spend as much. It would not surprise me at all if he's a Dodger. Yeah, I mean, look, that that makes sense. I think that he, he doesn't know, have he, to he likes it out here. Yeah. yeah, you know, he's kind of comfortable here already. The market is is what it is. It, yes, it makes a lot of sense. And I think a sleeper that no one's talking about is Seattle. They're going to have a lot uh, of cap space. They're going to go after him. Um, you know, the closest to Japan of any city apparently and Seattle's um, a market where it's not necessarily yeah. New York or LA where it's the massive media, but that's, it's, that's a city who loves their sports and you know, they get behind those teams. And you, you know, with Ichiro there in the past, you know, a history of yeah, great Japanese exactly. players. I didn't, even, it, I didn't even think about that, but that's, it makes, that it makes a, a lot. Factor. And with the young talent, they have Julio Rodriguez, you know, a lot of the, young pitchers they have they have Luis Castillo yeah, and they need they need, an, they need an arm too I know they just went out and got Castillo at the deadline last year but I mean he fits a need for them as well so that makes I think he's going to sign with Seattle I, I do That's if true. I were to make a prediction right now if they give him the money he needs um I which think isn't a small uh, thing I mean the, the amount they're gonna have in gonna, cap space. Okay. they don't have they haven't paid anybody besides yeah. the Robbie Ray deal which was ridiculous I don't think anybody Everyone knew Robbie Ray didn't deserve that much money. Um, Jake, I wanted to ask you about UCLA basketball because you grew up a UCLA basketball fan, as did I before UCLA <laughs> rejected me and I went to SC. So I don't have I, I could care less about UCLA. Before you were kind of um, switched to, or forced to switch sides. Yeah, yeah. I hated USC growing up, which was crazy because then I went there. Now I love USC. But um, right. back to the point, I you, you can't I still like the team, this team, because I love Mick Cronin. I love the tenacity, the heart. Um, the toughness he instills in his teams defensively. I know they're not going to have Jalen Clark. Looks like Singleton might play this week, by the way. Good job. Good reporting, Jake, who's the first person to tell me, like, hey, yo, like, you know, he might play. And As soon as um, I saw the video of him dancing out of the locker room, I knew, I mean, if if he's going to dance out of the locker room the way he did, jumping all <laughs> over the place and isn't going to suit up for this game, I'm going to have some real issues. So, my, my entire perception of David, David Singleton's UCLA career will be skewed entirely Um, (laughs) yeah i think he's gonna play but my question is here because bone has been masterful defensively amari's playing great i mean he's the key right if he keeps scoring they they could go all the way and they better enjoy it because he's not coming back i'll tell you right now um i think regardless of his draft stock he's gonna go out i I think a hundred percent i think he should come back i don't think he will similar to a situation we saw with levine who probably went out a year early although he turned out fine looney probably went out a year early turned out fine um, you know who my biggest went out yeah, of year early is? Is Jordan oh. Adams. You remember Jordan Adams? Oh, yeah. He was a beast. He was a beast. He played with Kyle Anderson and Shabazz Muhammad, whatever. And he, he went out a year early with Kyle Anderson. And it was still in the days where if you declared for the draft, you you were done. Like you What about EK and TJ Leaf, though, too? That's yeah. Little, I mean, that's little, another one. The EK, the TJ Leaf, TJ, I mean, TJ Leaf, was, he was a first round pick, right? Yeah, like, yeah. EK was like round that, two. That makes sense. But EK was hurt that entire year and then didn't come yeah. and then didn't come back. But you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, it wouldn't have surprised me for if, if Amari left for the draft at all, especially the way he's been playing as of late. So my question is, how far do you think this team can go? Because Drew Timmy has been known to be a UCLA killer. Gonzaga's killed them in their 
head to head matchups recently yeah. over the past couple of years. What do you think has to happen for UCLA? who could end up having the toughest path to the championship, right? Because they'd have to play Gonzaga, probably UConn, maybe Arkansas, who are both very good teams, then Houston probably, then you know yeah. Alabama or Tennessee or whoever comes out of that bracket. That's a tough road. Do you think they can get it done? Why and why not? Yeah, I mean, you you nailed it. The right the right side of the bracket with, I mean, both regions, is, is especially the way it's, it's, it's shaped up. Um, is significantly a harder path than anyone who's on the left side, given that Purdue lost, Marquette lost, um, uh, Arizona lost. Like those, those things are super. Um, those are those are much easier paths. That being said, I think you know UCLA. Looking at this week, um, the Gonzaga's Gonzaga's an interesting matchup because this is a much different Gonzaga team than we've seen in years past. Um, they're a team that, you know, started a little shaky and is finally starting to find their footing. But I think that you mentioned it, Mick Cronin's teams play defense. And and I don't know if they have enough, if Gonzaga has enough on the defensive end to slow down Tyre Campbell, Jaime Hawkes, and Amari Bailey, who, with the absence of Jalen Clark, someone needed to step up and be that third offensive weapon. And he's really starting to figure it out. Um, you know, you go back and watch game film, his ability to get into the paint um, is, is significantly, um, he's doing a significantly higher rate over the past, you know, four or five games with the Pac-12 tournament and this tournament than he had done all year. Um, and I don't know if that's him just being a freshman and, and being more comfortable or, or Mick telling him, you know, all right, go get it with, with Clark off the floor. We need another offensive weapon, just kind of whatever you got to do, go ahead. Um, but yeah, t- I mean, Timmy, Timmy's been a guy that's hurt UCLA in years past you know, in multiple different instances. And it'll be really interesting to see how they go ahead and try and slow him down. I just don't know if Gonzaga has enough offensive firepower to, to take down this UCLA team, given the absence of Jalen Clark. If you're going, I, I said at the beginning before the tournament started that UCLA is going to feel that absence at some point, And this is probably that game. Um, and, and it's not going to get, as you mentioned, it's not going to get any easier moving forward. But I, I still like UCLA to get it done here. And then, you know, whatever happens down the line with, you know, UConn, Houston, and, and Alabama, if they come out of that, I mean, that's a gauntlet. Like, that's that's a really impressive... If UCLA were to find a way to win this entire thing going through those teams, that's you got to talk about that as one of the more impressive runs in tournament history, but I don't even want to think that far down the line um, given that they, they got to take care of business with Gonzaga first. But love that both th- those teams are going to be back in Las Vegas where the conference yeah, you'll tournament be there. was. I, I will be there. Game. By the way, just love the history. Do, do you live in Vegas? Like I basically split time. Yeah, I'm splitting time between Los Angeles and Las Vegas. This purported tribute. What do your taxes say? Taxes, as far as the IRS is concerned, in Vegas a lot more. The bet in Las Vegas. Um, but by the way, I love the historical nature. UCLA, Gonzaga been watching those two teams for years. So I just love yeah. that those two teams. Are the UCLA Gonzaga matchup is, will be 17 years to the day. Wow. That's of right. The, of the UCLA Gonzaga, Adam Morrison crying sweet 16 matchup. So <laughs> I mean, 17 years to the day. That's, that's pretty amazing. That's some, that's some pretty incredible stuff. Uh, Jake, we, we talked about this in the first segment, the Lakers and the Clippers, um, you know, Clippers are p- pretty well set for the uh, playoffs, but the Lakers, this whole play in tournament, things did not go their way last night. It does seem like, listen, they are trending in the right direction in terms of since the trade deadline, but they put themselves in such a hole, Jake, uh, your, your thoughts as you watch them play. Can they make this play-in tournament? And do you like, let's play this out. Let's just say they make it to, to the play-in tournament. Let's say they like, even make it to the playoffs, but lose in the first round. Do you like this group that they put together? 
I, re- I mean, I really like this group that they've put together. Um, I'm, I'm very impressed with, with Jared Vanderbilt, and I'm very impressed with D'Angelo Russell. Malik Beasley is, I mean, he is what he is. He's either going to go 5 of 7 from 3 or 0 for 8. Like, there, there's no there's no in-between. Um, and in my head, as, as far as the rest of the year goes, I'm pretty much just envisioning this team without LeBron. Um, it, it's hard for me to, to really think of a scenario in which in which he comes back. It just doesn't seem like he's done any sort of basketball activity over the last couple of weeks. Um, every report that I've read is just, you know, he'll be reevaluated in three weeks, but they're not very optimistic about it. So, you know, it's it just losing losing those games to Houston and then the buzzer beater against Dallas are just absolute killers. Um, I mean, the entire outlook of the rest of the year is very different if they if they win, you know, either of those games, let alone both. Um, but I, you know, moving forward, I, I do like the, the additions that they've made. It's, it's been tough that, you know, Mo Bamba has been hurt and we haven't been able to see him out on the floor. I really liked that addition, um, given that he's, he's a five that can, you know, guard, guard, you know, the bigs down low. It can also stretch it out and shoot it from three. Um, I, I really like that pickup. It's been tough to see him, you know, off the floor. That being said, I mean, you have to look at the team prior to the deals and the team now. I think it's night and day with, you know, the chemistry and, you know, just the way that they, they play together. Um, but it, it, I'd like to think they can make the play-in tournament. I think that they're definitely one of the 10 best teams in the West. Um, it's just they, they've shot themselves in the foot, you know, one too many times where they, they really can't afford to do it again. Brandon, you were yeah. thinking that, that that it was maybe 100%, at least play in tournament, which, by the way, like you're not going on this big limb you know, to say that they are the 10 seed. Things did not break their way. Are you still confident? No. It's 10 seed. Man. Absolutely not. not. And good. because of last night, I mean, <laughs> Jake can attest, literally the worst possible outcome last night with Utah not having Laurie Markinen or Jordan Clarkson finding a way to beat yeah. a deer and Fox, Domantis Sabonis, led Kings team. Yeah. That was That hurt. Timberwolves fight somehow beat a Randall 57 in the Knicks made no sense without Anthony Edwards. Look, they're in charge of their destiny, but Jake and I both know like we're not expecting the Lakers to beat the Suns on Wednesday, right? So then they're going to be a half game or a game back of the 10 seed, and that's not going to be a good look. And by the way, do you even really want the 10 seed? I mean, yeah, that'd be great, but like... Well, then, I then want them to be in the play-in tournament. As I'd rather have this seven or eight. Ten, the 10 I'd seed rather be the one the seed, but what, what do you say? But, yeah. but Brandon, I'd rather have the seven or eight seed, because uh, then all you yes. need to do is win one game. Yeah, but if you can't get the Brandon, seven or eight... would you rather win or lose? Yes, I would rather win than lose. Absolutely, but I'm saying like the 10 seed doesn't doesn't give me much confidence. That is an all-time great Brandon take. Yes, I would much rather be the seven seed than the 10 seed. The question is that the can like, they? I think either is possible. I mean, you know, I mean and it's entirely Brandon, possible. Brandon, that's like someone it. saying, "Do you want five <laughs> bucks?" And you're like, "No, well, I'd like twenty bucks." Well, I can't offer you twenty. Bucks. Yeah, that's like that's not the question, was it? <laughs> I'd love for them to be the six seed and not even worry about the playing tournament. Sure, I'd love the ten seed, but Jake, what are your thoughts here? I mean, because it's entirely possible they miss the playing tournament right now. Yeah, it's entirely possible. I mean, it's it's it, it's it, it, I mean, they got to win games. Like it's we're past the point of they got to they got to figure it out or it's a new group. Like you got to go yeah. out on the floor and you got to win games. You got you got Phoenix on on what Wednesday, I guess it's technically Thursday for me, but Wednesday which is probably a loss. But then you have five games where you got to, you, you know, OKC at home, and then you got the Bulls at home and the Bulls on the road, and then you're at Minnesota, then you're at Houston. So that's what? Those are five games where you've got to win at least four of them. You have yeah. to beat OKC. You have to beat Houston. You, you have to beat Minnesota. Beat you should probably beat the Bulls. 
at least want once, to you lose. have to beat. I mean, you have to beat Minnesota. That's that's the game that yeah. you have to win. But you know, you got how many games we have left? Ten. So you have ten yeah. games. Two are against Houston. Two are against Utah. Those are obviously big ones. Um, you got the Clippers, which is a big one. But you have to take care of the games you have to take care of. Um, I'd like I. At the very least, I'd like them to go seven and three in those ten games, give themselves a shot. But you know, it's very realistic. They drop both to Houston, they drop one to the Clippers, they drop one to um, Utah, and they drop one to the Bulls, and then they go five and five. Like it's, 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 it's. We're past the point of you know, we can afford this, we can afford that. No, you have to go yeah. on the floor and you have to win games. Like it's, it's very simple at this point. It's go out and win games. We can't really talk about the Kings with a ton of people, but I, I know you're a big Kings fan. You were obviously very hurt when the Quick got traded. They're right now, as we sit here, uh, tied for first in the conference, not just in the division, uh-huh. in the conference with Vegas. Your thoughts? I mean, again, when you talk about the West in the NBA being wide open, the West obviously in hockey the same way. The Kings tied for first within the division and also with the conference. How... Are you feeling that the Kings could go on a run here? I mean, they're playing incredible hockey. They're in their last ten. They're I want to say they're like eight zero and two, something along those lines. Um, but I mean, they're not getting a ton of love from the uh, from the books in terms of their their cup odds or or anything of the sort. I think I think I mean Boston's the favorite to win it all. I think the Avalanche are currently the favorite yeah. in the West, um, and you know the Kings are. I, I want to say that they're like plus twenty five hundred or something right now to win the cup. I'm not. Don't don't quote me on that. But no, yeah. Um, I mean, they keep going out there and they keep doing what they have to do. Um, Adrian Kempe is playing incredible hockey. Drew Doughty starting to score goals again. Um, and and you know, I they won the cup as an eight seed. Like there's in exactly. hockey, anything can happen. Anything can happen as, happen as soon as you get to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, I don't know if this is a team that's really built for the playoffs, given you know the goaltending and and you know they're young. Um, but they keep going on, they keep winning games. So as long as they keep doing that, um, you know, they're going to have a shot. Last 90 seconds, uh, Jake, the, the, the one league sport that I'm really not thrilled about is the National Football League. I don't, not that I don't know what the Rams are doing. I kind of know what the, they're doing, but it's frustrating that a team post Super Bowl, last 60 seconds, your thoughts on the Rams. Are you looking forward to what they're not doing this upcoming season, but maybe for the future? Yeah, I mean it's it's tough to say goodbye to guys who were who were key parts of of the Super Bowl. You know, you talk about guys like Leonard Floyd, guys like um, Jalen Ramsey, but it'll it'll be interesting. I've Les Snead has, has never disappointed me in the past, and I know I said it before that he said it's a remodel, not a rebuild, even though it looks significantly more like a rebuild. Um, but the end, I mean. I don't know how competitive the NFC is going to be this year. It seems like a lot of teams, like whatever the Packers do, um, the Vikings are were the worst, whatever thirteen and three, fourteen and three team that I think we've ever seen. Um, so I mean, teams are going to have to make the playoffs, and teams are going to have to f- figure it out. Um, and hopefully, the Rams can find a way to do enough um, to stay relevant um, while they're trying to figure this out. And and hopefully, I just, I just want Stafford to get healthy. I want yeah. Cup to get healthy. And I want, I want to see those guys playing good football again, because, you know, when they're at their best, they're one of the best, you know, one, two combos in the league. So with those two guys on the roster, yeah. I, I have hope with Aaron Donald on the roster, I have hope. So we'll, we'll see how the rest of the roster shapes up as we get, you know, closer towards, you know, September. Awesome. We'd love to see that. Thanks so much, Shake. We will talk to you soon, my friend. That's all the time we have for today. Let's do it again tomorrow. Until then, this is Arash Markazi saying stay safe and stay healthy.
This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.